In a world, there was one podcast that had it all. Great friends, solid competition, and a shitload of guys who thought they knew more about sports than they really do. Of course, I'm talking about the Points Matter Fantasy Podcast. So who do we have? Adam, who has 11 career titles and literally won't stop talking about it. We get it, Adam. Now shut it. The gang is coming for the ship this year. Oh, and Chris, who is the master of analysis, but emphasis on the anal. Sorry, Adam made me say that. And Doug, who the guy who loses every year, but will say, it's only money, right? Sure, and your self-esteem. Oh, and Rob, who has a love-hate relationship with his team. Right now, he hates that he loves it. Ellis, who is the kind of guy who's always proposing trades. Come on, Ellis, nobody wants Gus Edwards. We all know he's out for the season. Rich, who definitely hires a consultant to manage his team for him. Maybe this is the year that you do it yourself. Maybe not. Oh, and Bilby, who is usually in the mix, but poor guy never seems to win one. And lastly, Coop, who will lean on Derrick Henry to do just about everything for him, including swoon all the women in his life. Coop, you gotta do some things for yourself this year. Well, that's the squad. Good luck to you all. You're gonna need it. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Welcome. It is Thursday, October 28th. Welcome to episode eight of the Points Matter podcast. I'm your host, Adam Landa. Joining me about 75 miles to my south, Chris Pfeiffer. Chris, how are you doing? <laughs> Good. I forgot that yeah, you're farther away. You're using my two mile line, except there's 75 miles. I like it. Yeah, so, I'm in uh, the, uh, let me tell you, I'm in the presidential suite of the uh, Hampton and Irvine right now. <laughs> It's phenomenal. I'm sinking into the couch. The TV's too small. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> the Hampton Inn. I love it. Yeah. People think life on the road is glamorous. and It is a lot of the time, but a lot of the time it's not either. So yeah, for sure. So anyway, I'm good. Everything's good. A great week of fantasy football for me this week. And again, you enjoy I yourself. Lay the wood to rich. Nothing. Uh, I'm not going to say nothing more fun than that because our guest today, there, there's more fun than laying the wood. Oh, there's, yeah. That's, let's introduce our guest real quick and then we'll, we'll kind of dig into it. Um, so, our guest really needs no introduction. If I were just to say the word trade, if I were to say 3 3PD, uh, if I were to say Terrell Owens, Des Bryant, clearly the first name that's going to come to your mind, Mr. David Ellis, welcome to the pod. How are you doing, my friends? Doing great, fellas. Happy to be joining. 
All right. Well, thanks for joining. We're uh, glad to have you. You'll be chiming in from time to time, and we're going to get uh, in-depth in your matchups uh, coming up as well. So, Chris, let's start with you. Uh, I mean, kind of that's the storyline of this last week, I, in my opinion, is the ending between your matchup with Rich. Uh, you know, from my perspective, honestly, I thought you were kind of buried when I was looking at the scores on Sunday. And then, you know, it's like uh, Brady Evans times three and we got a ball game. And then, you know, the the Monday game was so boring that I actually stopped watching in the second half. And then I saw your text afterwards and like, man, so were you watching live? Like, what, where were you for that? So, yeah, I was. But it sucked. Obviously, Ellis was watching, too, because we both texted there right away. DK Metcalf, instant touchdown. Oh, like, my gosh, yeah. It, yeah. it was going to be close. Like, I, I went into it thinking, okay, I was down. But I was up by, I think, like, six or something. Yeah, six or seven, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, and I had the defense and he had Metcalf. So, that's reasonable. That's that's like a coin toss, I feel like. And um, But right away, he gets the Metcalf touchdown. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, well, this is, this is blown now. And like, then nothing the rest of the game. Like, yeah. that was, you know, Geno Smith special, right? I And I watched the game. It was awful. Like, what a terrible game. But. But I never even gave like a thought to the fact that I was still alive until about the fourth quarter. Yeah. When I had to like look to see, you know, then I started digging to see. I never remember how the scoring works for the points allowed. Oh, I, so, you know, there's at least like once or twice a year I have to look and do the math and figure out if I'm getting hosed or if I'm getting lucky. Yeah. And so yeah. I had to dig into that, figure that out. I'm like, okay, so I'm right there. But for some reason, they can't seem to turn over fucking Geno Smith. So, you know, can we do anything? They finally got a sack or two. Yeah. And then I checked the score again, and I'm, like, kind of right there. And then Metcalf gets his second catch, and that puts Rich up exactly one. Oh. And I'm like, okay, so maybe I can get a sack here on the final drive. Like, I'm thinking back to the last two weeks. Yeah. How Gino just blew it with turnovers in the last two weeks. You blew it! And I'm like, there's no way that's going to happen again. Like, whatever happens – I just feel like even though he's Geno fucking Smith, there's no way the coach is going to let him turn the ball over again. But sure enough, Geno sure hooks enough. me up with, with back-to-back sacks. Like, so before I could even celebrate the first one getting the tie <laughs> and thinking, whoa, this is crazy. You're going to have a first tie. Boom, he gets another one in this game. I right. mean, that's an amazing way to win, right? You think of all the different ways that you've won matchups over the year. I, I bet you can't point to one of the week where you're like, this sack won me this week. Yeah, no way. You know? That's It's really crazy that the one sack, the one sack gets a tie and the next sack – and I just wonder, like, I should have been watching the game with Rich because I wonder if Rich thought oh, it was yeah. over or if he's even paying attention or if he even remembered that RT Sports and Boris is going to add the points at the end. Like, I yeah. wonder about that. But. <laughs> you know what? The, the funniest thing about that, there was one time that I had, a, like, a really close matchup in Dynasty. And, and this was only a few years ago. But the whole time I was thinking, like, you know, because I had a defense going and they were holding them to a certain number of points. I'm thinking, okay, I got like four points in my pocket and whatever and whatever. And then I just happened to check the score, check the the scoring in Dynasty. And there's no, you don't get anything. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, yeah. The Dynasty defense is garbage. I don't even pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah. So all of a sudden I was just like, oh my God, I've watched two thirds of this game thinking I'm in the lead and I'm, <laughs> I'm totally losing, right? Like that just yeah. sucked. Yeah. When we but started it, the Dynasty League, I just kind of, I mean, Doug and I had talked about things, but I let him do the yeah. scoring just completely however he wanted to do it just you know go ahead Doug knock yourself out do whatever you want and I guess Doug hates defenses as much as as he hates <laughs> kickers because he's he gave no points to defenses at all <laughs> yeah right seriously I mean but your point is well taken like it's fun to watch with the person that you have the matchup with I mean 
I am going to savage you this week. I am going to take each one of your pre-existing holes and fill it with my seed. I want to see, I want to see. Oh, no, 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 honey. Daddy's doing adult talk. And then invite my infant son in to go potty inside of you like you're a rest stop bathroom. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's a lot of fun, seeing the back and forth. And we should do that. We should make a point of doing that at least a couple times a year, having, yeah, we should, you know, we should having us all to together. Get another yeah. football day going here soon. Yeah, my football day wasn't as fun as yours. Um, you know, I knew kind of going in, right? I didn't have – I think it was – if I went back and looked at it, it was my five top scorers, right? So it was my quarterback, Josh Allen, you know, all my running backs, all three of them, and then two of my top three receivers, Debo and, and Mike Williams – so I knew it was, or not Debo, Michael, I'm sorry, uh, Antonio Brown and Mike Williams. And so I knew it was going to be a little rough. Um, and then, so I picked up Tannehill as my quarterback, which gross, right? It was him or Derek yeah. Carr, and I kind of went back and forth. And then first drive, they're just picking apart KC because KC's defense is just, you know, abysmal, right? And then get all the way down the goal line, and then freaking Derek Henry jump pass, touchdown. <laughs> And I seriously it. said to myself, this had to be like 10.09 in the morning. It was like the day just started, <laughs> right? I'm, I have, I'm on dad duty. I'm watching the kids all weekend while Gina's out with her friends. Yeah, she had a friend in town. And uh, I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of these days, right? Oh, this is, this, this is not going to be fun. And sure good enough, times, good times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> uh, what about you, Dave? What, uh, what do you think of this last weekend? good i uh i enjoyed that last game i actually had a i had um in another league that i was in i thought i was gonna lose and i happened to be in that league i think oh and six it's my worst league oh, well yeah. done Dan. championship and i'm a rookie in this league plenty of time to brag later yeah. <laughs> a lot of crap and um and so in that one i i was going for my first win and i was against the saints defense and when they were on the one yard line and gino was about to throw i'm like oh here we go He's going to throw a pick and they have crazy points for defense. I'm like, he's going oh, really? to run it in. They're going to get a pick six. And remember on that last play, he almost, the Saints guy almost caught it and ran it in. And then he just. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's right. about, yeah. that's about the worst, about the worst way you can lose is like one of those last plays of the game where they do the crazy pitches around. And if your guy happens to be the last guy who pitches it and gets the fumble, like that would be. That'd be a pretty brutal way. I, I lost the game since, uh, you know, Dave talking about other leagues. That's always a popular topic here. Dave, what everybody loves to hear leagues, about other people's fantasy teams. It's you got to make sure you got to make sure to not mention the 0 6 record, though, Dave. That's no, oh, yeah. about the 0 6 right. record, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I was in one. This was probably like five, six years ago where it was the very end of the game where it was already over and they just start, you know, doing laterals all over the place. And I lost because the team. The defense took a lateral and took it back, you know, for a touchdown oh, because they're just fumbling yeah. the ball all around. I lost yeah. the matchup on one of those. I, I've had the like same that. thing before, and it's just so like, dumb. Are you fucking kidding me? This cannot yeah, be happening right now. Shit like that happens. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Doug's gonna be excited that we've talked all about our teams and you know focused on our teams and <laughs> and other leagues. He's gonna love this podcast. This so is this is for Doug, and uh, and it will not surprise you to know Doug sent a voicemail in. I actually no listened, way. I actually listened to it because remember last week. 
you know, we learned that he might be trading off assets and I, I sat right. on it for a couple of days and missed out <laughs> on uh, Stefan Diggs uh, for Cordell <laughs> Patterson move. And uh, but yeah, I listened to it. Doug's got some stuff coming up later. It's, um, right. it's high quality, like, like Good always. Stuff. Let's talk about the trades, uh, trades, trades, and more trades this week. I even saw a trade, you know, like an hour ago and, you know, we talk about it, but it, if it wasn't so useless, um, <laughs> you know, Dave just adding to his, uh, his uh, squad of backup running backs. <laughs> Dave, tell us this guy in your report on James Conner. Do you like his one carry for four yards so far tonight? What do you think? It's not what I expected, but I didn't play him tonight. So that's <laughs> what I Damn, you should have played him, Ellis. Oh, uh, real-time update. Two two carries for nine yards. My bad. Oh, it's, my. A good, it's a good average, if nothing more. It's a good average. <laughs> um. So, yeah, let's talk about the trades a little bit. Obviously, I think the the headline trade, you know, there's a couple of headlines, right? First one, Rob and Bilby. Uh, Rob gets Kamara for Hopkins and a first-round pick. Um, Ellis then and Bilby make another trade, and this was, um, this was pretty funny because it's all like Bilby put out his thing where it was like, hey, I'm open to making moves and whatever. And then, like, by the time I read that first text or saw the email, like, all these trades were already done. Like, did you, did you have any heads up, uh, Chris, or were you, you miss all that too? Uh, wait, so I didn't know anybody put any notice out. I didn't. Did somebody so there'll be, there was an email that went out for like trade block. Right. And it said, uh, it was like one of the fan ball notifications. And it was like, I forget. It was like, I think it might've been Mahomes and Kamara or somebody, but it was like looking for draft picks and that's all it was. And by the time I saw that email, like, all these picks, you know, all these trades already went down, right? So is that how you knew, else? Did you see uh, that email or, or what was, how that, how'd that come down? Yeah, I saw, I saw the email for who was on the trading block and I saw that it was Mahomes and I thought, you know what, I'm going to just go for it. And so I texted him instead and then we had some texts back and forth and I was trying to see who I could get and, uh, and then we just kind of opened it up from there. Took and about- so you're, it was kind of two trades, but it was really like one big trade, yeah? Yeah, because I can only put so many picks in the. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> we call that the Ellis special. I'm trying. I can't do it. Oh my god! When you have to split up trades because you've reached maximum traffic traded, <laughs> that's amazing. I didn't know your that. name is David Ellis. If that happens yeah. to you, that was amazing. It was even tougher to do because I thought I had I thought I had better picks than what I had. So we had to. Keep <laughs> no, that's weird. Really you. Clearly, you're not paying attention. We had to keep changing it up over and over. You're like, oh, Bilby, sorry. Is three years from now okay? Because I got nothing until three years from now. Yeah. <laughs> you can just write him an IOU. You're like, I can. I know we can only trade five <laughs> years out, but I promise, pick <laughs> in seven years, I will trade it to you eventually. <laughs> Dead uh, or alive, you, know, you can have it. I mean, for me, I like, I love Rob getting Kamara. Um, I just think Hopkins is kind of, Hopkins is a stud, but he is, I think he's getting to the end of his useful life. You know, starting to see even his big weeks like last week, it was on three targets, right? And he two of them turned into touchdowns. He's got some nagging injuries. Like I love Hopkins, right? I've had him forever in Dynasty, but I really like that trade for for Rob. I know you thought that was pretty fair, Chris. What uh, what do you think about these deals? Yeah, I think I thought it was a pretty fair trade. It, it, I feel like maybe Hopkins is kind of you know coming down, coming down to the end because he hasn't been the same Hopkins this year. He's catching a ton of touchdowns. Yeah. I read six touchdowns on eight, like eight red 
is it eight end zone targets or eight red zone targets? Yeah, end zone targets, which is a crazy rate compared yeah, to Yeah, so that's right? where all his points are coming from. He has no 100-yard games. Yep. He has no 10-catch games. So it's definitely not the same Hopkins. So it might be kind of like he's probably still borderline keeper once we get down sure. to it. I mean, it's going to be close. I, I assume that's why Bill be kind of, quote-unquote, settled for only a first-round pick. Like, a yeah. lot of times keepers have gone for more than that in this league, but you know, getting just the first round pick because he gets a, a potential keeper with it. So sure, kind of sure. buying low on Hopkins, I feel like. I think there's still potential. It looks like he's a little bit hurt in this game already tonight. So, yeah, but he, uh, yeah, I, I like Rob's side of that trade for sure. Rob needed a running back real bad, and so he goes and gets one of the best ones. So yeah, and that's can't argue with that. To, that's what I was trying to figure out from Billy's perspective is like you still need three keepers, right? Like you can get all the draft picks you want. And, um, you know, looking at his roster now, like Mixon, yeah, you can make a case there. Hopkins, you know, might have a year or two left as a keeper um after that it's pretty it's pretty thin right so we'll yeah, see yeah so one that. thing i wondered about when i when you saw this like you know the, the a little note at the end was rob told me uh because the thursday game started we couldn't put javante williams in there so we did it afterward i'm like yeah right. i think i got called out on shadiness on something like this years ago when my peterson trade got rejected but whatever it's Devonte Williams I don't sure know yeah that was so, yeah I saw that like and I was like as a standalone trade I'm like that's weird right yeah um, that was part yeah. of the other trade and yeah, I figured, so I kind of yeah. wonder if like maybe Bilby's sort of thinking Javante Williams next year no Melvin Gordon that's a potential keeper I think that that could be a possibility yeah I've been targeting Williams in leagues that I don't have him because I feel like he you know, it's always this way, right? With rookie running backs, they always hit in the second half of the year. You saw it with like Taylor last year and Swift and all these guys. Um, and I think, you know, Melvin Gordon's useful time is is pretty much done with the Broncos. So they give Williams more work. Who knows? He certainly has looked good, I, I think, to the eye. So, test. yeah, I just um, kind of feel like maybe, maybe Bilby's doing a true rebuild and starting way young with this guy who isn't even proven anything yet, but could be a keeper if there's no Melvin Gordon there next year. Yeah, yeah, but the Bilby's Bilby just went like straight tank, right? He Bilby was not messing around. He, he's just uh emptied the empty the closet. Uh this and week. there's value in that because he's the only one right now. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I know Doug's still Doug's talking about trading digs, but he's not ready to do it yet. So Bilby's the only one and he's he's making kind of bank right now, kind of banking sure. the draft picks when nobody else is kind of doing that. So it sucks. It's a shitty way to start your season, but you yeah. know, he's, he's benefiting. So, I mean, that's the way to do it, right? If you're just, if you're not going to go anywhere, just blow it up and, and build for the following years. Cause you really can turn around, you know, super quick. And in fact, in fact, I mean, I think you and I might be the only, or maybe rich, I don't know if rich did a trade as well, but I feel like we might be the only ones who haven't traded in this little frenzy, right? You haven't yeah, done I, yeah, I mean, I, you know, Ellis and I did the Daryl Williams thing, but that was before all the, all the frenzy started really. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Me and Rich then only one. So we'll have to yeah. jump in. Interesting. So but uh, I also feel like I kind of like my team and I'm not like yeah. dying to trade. Like I've started looking, you know, yeah. you know, hunting around and texting some people. And but I, I don't I don't feel super urgent. Like, you know, I see Ellis going out and making these crazy trades. You know, oh, I'm playing Chris this week. I got to go make a million <laughs> trades. It's time. It's time. Are <laughs> yes, but uh, and I start looking around like, oh, I gotta get him back. Let's get him back, and I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm just not going to yet. I'm just gonna hold off. I mean, patient a little bit. I got kind of, I'm kind of right there with you. Like, like I want to see my full team. I want to see a team that has healthy keepers on it because I feel like that's really the only thing I'm missing is good running backs. And you yeah. know, guy, I wish I could. You know, if only I had some of those good running backs on my roster. 
but yeah, I'm kind of the same way, right? These trades happen. I start thinking, okay, you know, I could do some tinkering, but you know, sure. it's like, really, I just need to trade for some, uh, healthy hamstrings, you know, healthy <laughs> ankle for Barkley. And then, uh, then we're good to go, I think. And it really is like what you talk about. Like you see other people doing it, you just get the itch. And sure. then I start, I start dipping my toe in and I'm just like, nah, I'm okay for now. Yeah. But, you know, eventually I'll get to, I'll get to it. But for right now, I mean, if I got, you know, Mike Evans scoring three touchdowns and Brady throwing four and, you know, I just don't feel the need Chubb about to come back. Hopefully fingers crossed on that one, but yeah, eventually Eventually, some of these, you know, I'll have some injuries that will require it, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not dying to yet. So, yeah, I'm with you. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. I mean, the interesting thing is, like, kind of one of the reasons I was itchy for it is, like, who the hell's gonna be left to trade for by the time we get done with this, right? After all the teams unload all their pieces, you know, and everybody else is still in it, it's, you know, there's not gonna be a whole lot left there. So, and it really looks like it could be like a six-team race. Yeah, so there's, if, if everybody like, goes for it and Doug and Bilby raid their rosters, it's like yeah. the trade deadline could be kind of kind of quiet. Yeah, that's kind of it, right? I mean, there's no way Ellis is ever going to throw in the towel, right, Dave? Ellis, what would it take? What, even if you were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> you'd still be making deals to try to get back in it, right? You're, you're not a wait till there's, there's always next year kind of guy, yeah? I will never throw in the towel. <laughs> I fight to the end. Good for you're you, like, Ellis. Uh, you're like Apollo Creed's trainer in uh, Rocky IV. <laughs> like, just let him, let him kill you before you throw in the towel, yeah? He does. He does. I mean, honestly, it's great. It's awesome that you're like that because yeah. nobody, like it, Doug's, Doug's like on the verge of like being ready to be done. And he's not yeah. even like that far. Like he, he's in trouble because the other teams are so strong. But I mean, good for you for, for playing that way. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about, let's, let's move on to week seven and talk about, about, the, the, about the matchups. Yeah, you want to kick us off, Chris, talking about uh, uh, Ryan and Bilby in the uh, a barn burner of a matchup. Sounds good. Yes, this is the equivalent of uh, kind of the Panthers Giants game where they were five three there in the third quarter. This one goes. <laughs> oh God! I thought that was absolutely dreadful. Two two teams laying an egg here. Ninety seven sixty four for Team Two Two Train Bilbo Baggins ninety point one four. Um, I mean, this was not pretty. Calvin Ridley really slow game. Mahomes obviously completely lays an egg. Like, I don't know what's going on with the chiefs that, that maybe they're broken. I don't know, but not Bilby's problem anymore. But uh, I mean, Bilby easily could have won this game and his guys just do not come through. Um, yeah. Just a, just a, a rough game on both sides. Really? Yeah, it, it was, it was kind of, kind of weak where I was wishing I was playing one of these guys because seriously, uh, I knew, you know, an egg was likely in my case and I narrowly avoided it, but yeah, not a whole lot more to say about this one. I think uh, I think we'll give this one the time it deserves and, and move on to the next. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So next matchup we have with some live commentary here. We have see these nuts. These nuts. <laughs> Got it. One seventeen point two four over Shytown Town Fresh. Now with a new name, we'll get to ninety two point seven four. Um, I'm going to get to you, Ellis, but I want to start with Doug, first of all. So on our last pod, Chris and I joked about Sam Darnold, right? Um, you know, talked about how it was funny, you know, what would it take for us to start Sam Darnold and how Doug was starting him and, and all that. He was worse than we expected. Uh, he was so bad that there was even thinking that Deshaun Watson might be a Panther by the end of this week, although it sounds like, you know, that's not going to happen now. So 
you know, pretty funny there. Uh, you know, my, my main note on Ellis was, you know, the never ending supply of backup running backs comes through again. Dearness went to camp for a hundred and, and two <laughs> touchdowns. He, he did his thing and, you know, uh, we'll always have that one week Dearness. Uh, what do you, what do you think about that Ellis? How was the, give us uh, 30 seconds on your team last week. Uh, you know, I liked it. When I watched Dearness Johnson, dude was awesome. He looked like, he looked like Kareem Hunt the whole time. I was, uh, I was loving that. So. Uh, yeah, I agree. I thought, I thought Dearness looked good. I mean, they, we had, we really had nothing to go off. I mean, he was fast. He, he was making jump cuts out there. I feel like he kind of saw things, you know, he knew what he was supposed to do. Like he was kind of reading where, where the guys were and it seemed like he was making the right decisions. Of course their offensive line is like blowing holes open. Like yeah. they always do, but you know, the Denver D was mostly shit. I mean, but there, I, were, I there was, was some stat, you know, one of those advanced metrics where it was like, they measure running backs on yards they gain versus like what the expected yardage would be on like where right. the defense is and all that. And he had, I, I don't know the exact number, but this is anecdotal. He basically had more yards over expectation than any running back in years. Like it was just a oh mind blowing game by advanced metrics. And, and by the eye test, he looked legit. Of course, you know, with Chubb coming back, you know, he's probably gonna be tough to start. You know, even if he gets that cream hunt role, like who knows what, uh, how much work he'll get there. I mean, yeah, he was, he was solid. I did, but I, I don't know how much to attribute it to him. The, when you looked at him and the moves he was making, it was fine. But then, you know, that Cleveland has like the best offensive line and that Denver sure. just seemed really bad. Like that last play, I feel like just exemplified the whole game. Like, it's like, I don't remember the exact, but it was like third and four and they hand it to De- Dearness and he gets yeah. the first down, but there's a penalty. Yeah. And so now it's like third and nine. And they still hand it to him, and he still gets the first down. Like, oh, yeah. my God, what are you doing, Denver? Like, so I don't know. It was, it's hard to evaluate exactly what was going on. But but he seemed good. He seemed pretty good. Yeah, that was a trash game. Denver was all beat up. That was uh, that, that was a miserable game. Um, anything else you noted on this? Actually, I had something, Chris. Yeah, um, go ahead. So, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, steady as a rock, like always. 27 oh points. Pencil him in. He is so <laughs> consistent. The model of consistency the Rock, Jalen Hurts. Can we get your analysis of his performance? I'm, I'm just so tired of talking. Ellis, do you get tired of hearing me rag on this guy? Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. What? Go ahead, Ellis. Give me your take on Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts is atrocious as a quarterback. <laughs> he, he, I watch him. He only he gets six points all the way until the fourth quarter, and yep. then you're just like gritting your teeth, hoping can he get some miracle. He pulls oh, it on. Can and he ever? The garbage man. Yeah, and one day he's going to just end with six points. Yeah. And, I mean, it was crazy. You're exactly right. In the fourth quarter, they got to the fourth quarter, like a little ways into the fourth quarter. He's 6 of 14 for, like, 82 yards. Just horrible. That's terrible. Like, this is – we've talked before, like, when we had Rob on, like, what would you change about fantasy football? This is what I would change about fantasy football. Like, there needs to be some advanced scoring to, like – where if you're down a lot, you don't get as men- as much for the garbage time, you know, yeah. so that people like Jalen Hurts and Blake Bortles, they don't get this credit <laughs> because this is like quarterback is the most important position in, sure. in all of sports. And yeah. yet we reward this guy for this just trash it, play. So. It's hard, Good. right? Because like, how would you, you'd have to find some arbitrary line that defines what garbage time is. And, you know, obviously I think there's, there's a way to do it, but it probably would be difficult. The easiest way I think to, you know, 
because obviously running quarterbacks are cheat code, right? We got, we understand that. I mean, besides Brady, I mean, you're, you're, you're doing well with him, but you know, when I go into drafts, like I'm not looking at anybody who's not a running quarterback because it, it just doesn't make sense. So I think that's one way you could level the quarterback playing field is, is kind of lessen the rushing yards a little bit, but uh, you know, who knows? I mean, it's, I mean, and you even said it right there. Like how stupid is it that we have this game that we all love and yet there are quote unquote cheat codes. Yeah. There shouldn't be a cheat code. Like it's just, uh, it's just, it drives me crazy that that guy's like this. So good for you, Ellis, for going out and getting a real quarterback. Yeah. Bravo, Dave. Bravo. So let's so uh, Doug, real quick on Doug. Yeah. Like, he tries to start these 2015 all-stars here with AJ <laughs> Green and Julio Jones. Way to go there, Doug. And uh, yeah, that, that did not work. And on top of that, he doesn't even start his other 2015 all-star Allen Robinson instead kicks him to the curb. Yeah, we called that a couple weeks ago. We said uh, not only dropping a keeper, but dropping a first-round pick. <laughs> hey, good. good for Allen Robinson, though. He was picked up in waivers, the 18th pickup of the week. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, and I'll talk about why, uh, what my Allen Robinson strategy is. Hey, you don't have to justify. You should have gone earlier. Just, I just thought it was funny. that It had to be a week where there was 18 pickups, and every single person passed on it multiple times. I mean, imagine, imagine like, in two weeks before the season explaining that – you know, we're, we're in week eight and Allen Robinson was the 18th pickup on waivers. Like, you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so stupid. And it might, yeah. it might work out great. He might still be something. So who knows? Yeah. So. I mean, my hope we'll talk about it. My hope is like he either a gets traded or Dalton comes back. Cause as long as fields the quarterback, his value is not going to be much, but nope. imagine like uh, a world in which he went to the chiefs for like a fourth round pick, like, how, you know, how does he look then, right? I mean, I'm not saying I've heard, even heard that, but I'm just envisioning him in a better scenario and I'm just betting on the talent, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it totally makes sense. No, no, not not talking bad about that. At no, all. I, yeah, yeah. Perfectly yeah. fine for him to sit on somebody's bench right now. So, yeah, for sure. All right, so we move on to the next one. Here's a yeah, fun go one. For we it. got uh, Shady's back, back again. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Shady's back. One fifty four oh six run CMC one hundred. Like here we go, it's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time is tricky. It's tricky, 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 tricky. Uh, Rob takes it down. Maybe nice little, maybe we can add a little, hopefully a nice little sound drop there for Rob's new team name. I like you know, it. I was thinking now that like there's more and more team names that have sound drops, like. Ellis, you're not allowed to like the best thing about your performance this year has been your team name. Like, bro, <laughs> yes. don't change it. These nuts. <laughs> Got it. Because <laughs> I love that. I love that sound drop. And I love whenever I say see these nuts. These nuts. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I take a little pause because I know yep. I'm gonna put that clip in there. And it's Make so sure. funny. It's to the point that like I've listened to the podcast around my home, around my house. And Jonas <laughs> goes, he walks around, he's like, got him. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, yes, yeah, uh, he's nuts. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, probably don't let Gina find that out. But, uh, oh man, that's good stuff. But yeah, I, I like it. Uh, what, what else do you see on this one, Chris? Well, also just uh, some more bullshit talk. Like I feel like Run CMC should have a sound drop too. There's got to be a good like Run DMC so, rap out there. With, I just thought their, about their it today. Name. I'm like, I should have been doing like a walk this way. just like a little hit of, of a run DMC song. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a missed opportunity. I'm going to actually this week kind of go and go hard on it. Now that there's so many teams like Doug's team name, you know, that has a drop to it. 
I even found like a train sound effect for Coop's team. Like, <laughs> nice. There's a way I could incorporate one for, for everybody, I'm sure. Yeah. So anyway, back to the scores here. We got Rob running up with a high score of the week. Second week in a row, Rob actually told me, hey, for the pod this week, I want you to look up and try to find out if I have ever had back-to-back high scores. So, yeah, I didn't do that, Rob. No way. Yeah. I'm not taking that kind of time. <laughs> <Not laughs> go, go fuck yourself on that one. You go look yeah. it up, Rob. Let me know. He thinks it's been 20 years. Oh, yeah, I, I, Rob's outsourcing now, just like Rich. Thanks. Yes, Thanks probably. Yeah. A lot of outsourcing going on. I'll yeah. take the under on 20 years, though. I think Rob's probably put up back-to-back high scores. Back in the back in the Chris Johnson, lines, lines, lines. Lines, lines. That's all I could think of when Jamar Chase had that long touchdown. I was just thinking, lines, lines. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it was right there on uh, on uh, CBS Sports. So, oh, no doubt. Yeah, Rob puts up a monster week as Stafford and Cup getting tired of talking about them. Same as usual. Yeah, we got uh, Cordero having a solid week. Yeah, Jamar Chase, like you said, goes crazy. So huge week, huge week for Rob. How about you? What What do you think of your team? Yeah, you know, I'm just chalking up as whatever, right? We talked about how I've I've just basically like was without half my starters, like all my high scores. So whatever kind of actually like happy i even got to 100 i thought it was my first bag <laughs> of the season so so whatever i mean i knew going in like it would basically be a miracle if i didn't go into this week it was just kind of whatever i mean the from a positive i love seeing kyle pitts i mean he you know had a slow start but now he's looking like the guy I watched at florida last year i mean just just a man among boys right i mean the funny thing is he's a tight end in name only right he's a wide receiver he just has tight end eligibility um, he doesn't block. He lines up either in the slot or out wide. He's, you know, he's a big body wide receiver and, you know, nearly all of his plays were down the field. Um, so I'd love to see that, you know, I'm really, really stoked, you know, having that. The, the one funny note I'll make is I had Devonte Booker and he was so bad at the start of this game. Um, and there was a point where he just happened, they happened to be on red zone. So I heard the, the audio and Mark Schlereth was announcing and Booker had just dropped a pass. And at that time, at the time of this comment, he had nine touches for a total of seven yards. We were like in the third quarter. And he, he goes, I'll tell you, Devontae Booker, he's like a pair of Costco jeans. It's nothing special, but he, he'll get the job done. He's a really good player. And he just kept going with this analogy for like a good 60 seconds about Costco jeans and good player. And I'm like, is he this guy watching the same game? You know, I am. I mean, sure enough, he fell in the end zone and he had a fine day at the end of it. But he was terrible, you know really bad yeah i just wonder sometimes these guys just don't have anything to talk about so they got to talk these guys up yeah and, sure. you know they just pick a random guy who, who, who's this Devonte booker yeah let's let's talk good about him he's got to yeah. be good right <laughs> right exactly. i mean <laughs> anyway yeah so uh, you really need to get some uh you need to outsource your help with backup running backs i think we have somebody right here on the pod that maybe oh. can help you out with backup running back advice <laughs> he did try to help me out with it this week we couldn't really it didn't really make sense to ultimately make the move but uh <laughs> He was trying to help me out with his his, his cadre of backup running backs. <laughs> what are we up to now? Like he's got like a harem of backup. He does. Backs. How many do we? And I saw one of them just uh, fell in the end zone a little while ago. So congratulations there, Dave. But uh, yeah, no. you, you didn't play him, so uh, you know. Uh, so let's move on to our last matchup, shall we? Uh, we have loser. Loser. How was that? Not great, that was right? good. Terrible. Uh, 137.94 over the Cash Money Hillionaires. 136.94, nearly the first tie in league history. Wow. We talked about this a little bit uh, at the top of the pod. Uh, I think the most important note, the reverse jinx is now 2-0. I showed you the ways. 
of the yes. reverse jink. You used it to your benefit. There's no way Gino takes two sacks there if you didn't have the reverse, reverse jink. Nope. No, I don't chance, think he right? would. Yeah. 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 Is there any, so anything we, else you want to add on, on, on this one besides what we talked um, about? You know, honestly, like my team looked good. I was happy. Like these things, these stupid games happen for Aaron Jones every now and then. Like he seems so good to me. And yet just every once in a while, is it a Packers thing? Like fucking Aaron Rodgers week one, Mason yeah. Crosby a couple weeks ago. And now I feel like Aaron Jones does this. Like they just don't, didn't give him much work. I guess it wasn't working. And so they just go away from him. And I don't know. It's kind of the, the price you pay for these kind of smaller running backs that sometimes sure. they just they're not going to get the work that the bigger guys get. I mean, he's I'm still happy that I kept him over Hopkins, but man, it, yeah. it's almost cost me like having my one of my keepers just totally dog it here. So, well, and it's interesting because uh, he's being out, you know, uh, number of carries. AJ Dillon has more carries right now in the game than Jones I, has. So. It is. It's weird. It's just like yeah. that's the way they go. Sometimes they just decide that that's how it's going to be so i think part of it is they they're down all those receivers right so jones has seven targets now we're in the third quarter so he's getting more work in the passing game but right yeah that's uh yeah it's not a whole lot you can do there i mean you're gonna he's a guy you plug and play and you just live with the live with the results right on rich's side like uh you know, same same as usual for him kyler was good and damian harris having a really good season he's been solid for net Solid. So, Rich, just just misses here. The one thing that I, I think really stood out here was A.J. Brown looked fully healthy here and yeah. just looked like a beast one more time out there. I went back and watched all his catches this week. He had five of his catches were in traffic where he had to like, you know, the defender was right on him and he had to go up and get it. Yeah. And two of them down the sideline, including his his touchdown where they're like over the shoulder guy draped all over him and he makes yeah. the catch just like absolute beast. And he. He missed a second touchdown by like inches. I yeah, mean, he I got tackled that. like at the inch line. And that's I think at first they originally ruled it a touchdown. And then maybe they, they you know, they have that new thing where they can look at it without challenge and change it. Yeah. So, I yeah. They I, mean, I, I agree. He looked, uh, he looked as good as he has since last season, really. Yeah. And so uh, let's get Elsa's take on this one. I thought Aaron Jones might have uh, had his touchdown overturned tonight. What'd you think of that, Dave? That one uh, tonight? Yeah. I thought, I didn't think he got it. No, I, I didn't was think really he did either. wondering yeah. too. If they didn't call it a touchdown right away, I don't think they would have given it to him. That's one of those ones where it just stays regardless of whatever they yeah. called it. Because, yeah, that did not look like he got in. I mean, it was a beast of a run to just basically yeah. take the linebacker and drive him into the end zone. But, yeah, it looked like he got turned right before the ball, you know, crossed the plane. Yeah, so anyway, I, I love I, – I've said this before. I hate saying it because, man, it's fun to rip on Rich, you know, almost as fun as Ellis. But, God, I really like Rich's team. We've talked about his bench, but just top to bottom – you know, every spot really solid. And, you know, if I'd like to go ahead and welcome uh, a new member to our team here. This is uh, Bob Slidell. Yeah. Uh, Bob is a consultant. Yeah. He's going to be sort of uh, helping us out a little here asking some questions, maybe seeing if there are some ways we can make things run a little more smoothly around here. If these, once once Metcalf gets Russell Wilson back, that's going to help him. I can't imagine the Chiefs are going to stay in this kind of doghouse like they are right now. And so Tyreek Hill will be back. Sure. And now if A.J. Brown's back fully healthy, man, I just, I like, I like Rich's team. It's crazy to me that one out of Adam, Rob, Rich, me and Coop is going to miss the playoffs. Ellis, what do you think about this? Slow down, slow down. I saw that note, and I was just about to ask, why (laughs) would two of those teams not miss the playoffs? Why couldn't a young (laughs) Brit uh, join the the playoff group? 
What do we think there, Ellis? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Always be wary of CD's nuts. These nuts? Ha! <laughs> <Got> he. <laughs> He's coming back after I knock you out this week, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I think... I think I got you just fine. We'll get to the previews in a minute. Yeah, I, I maybe, we'll, maybe we can have a wager as we get there. So let's uh, let's move to waivers, yeah? Okay, sounds good. So wild week, 18 pickups on Wednesday. I mean, for me, my perspective, this was by far the hardest week of waivers I've had in, in our league um, just because there was a lot of talent out there. Like, oh, my gosh, like Kittle, Judy, Robinson, um, you know, just the guys that I got, you know, like really like targeting those guys. And then other folks – you know, uh, just seemed like a lot of talent. Eli Mitchell was out there, you know, uh, Bill, we gets him. I mean, you know, I, I thought it was odd that he was out there and he got dropped. I mean, what, what, uh, what's about to you, Chris? Yeah. I mean, you're right. There was, there's a ton of players. And I think I, I attribute this to this podcast, $54 spent on <laughs> just on a Wednesday. Because money, money, money. Want Great cash, homie. People want to win this year, man. I'm telling you, people want to win. We got 54 pickups and, and even, you know, uh Bilby and Doug in there picking up players because yeah. those are still going to have value to trade like Mitchell yeah. is very valuable since you're uh, since you're you know um kind of more neutral here Dave like what what impact do you think the podcast has had on the league in terms of not just like talking smack but actual like moves and stuff happening you think it's caused more activity oh yeah for sure it's definitely made me uh think about doing some stuff a little earlier than normal <laughs> yeah it does seem like i would love to go back and look at like the number of trades we've had so far this season versus like the first eight weeks of other seasons and see you know just how it compares because it feels like most of the trades don't happen till like t- week 10 maybe 11 yeah i think that's usually usually it's pretty quiet until then so yeah yeah other moves i liked i like coop getting burrow you know I don't, you know i'm playing him this week so i don't love that but the, the matchup's juicy against the jets and he looked fantastic last week. Um, Ellis, I like you get Robin Cincy D. I tried to get them everywhere. You know, they got up, they have a plum matchup. There's there's some guy named Mike White starting a game in the NFL. And and I'm like a very um, involved fan. I didn't know this guy existed until he stepped on the field last week. So he's I didn't even know who they were talking about when they're yeah, saying Mike like White. Mike I'm White. Like, I thought they were talking about, talking about like White. Danny White, the old Cowboys quarterback Jeez. from the 80s. Like, like what are you I, talking I, about I, here? I think I was thinking they're talking about like a lineman or something. I'm oh like, oh man, the fuck are they talking about this guy? Oh my god, this guy's the quarterback. Yeah, what right. Yeah, so yeah, and and you, know, you on, know it's uh, a big thing when they trade for Flacco. And yeah, it's oh like, my god. Oh, here he'll hold down the fort. You know, elite Joe Flacco. Like, cool, right on. Yeah, one know? thing. This is just a dumb little note, but geez, I'm doing the stupid like burn through defenses every single week. Like literally, yeah. I'm I'm just lighting money on fire every week i would like to go back and look to see if it's ever made a difference actually this week maybe with the saints putting up a decent number like it wasn't even fantastic but sure. at least like geez three bucks a week is just it's so stupid that i'm just burning through it and and then i didn't even like think about i had the Bengals on my list but i'm like oh yeah. i should go for an old slow running back first because that's what i always do <laughs> yes. so yeah David uh, dave Johnson can you tell chris about upside uh, talk about oh, upside for him yeah Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah you know, so- I, I, I hate that. I would be, you know, honestly, like, I'm more anti-defense than anti-kicker, honestly, because defense is so arbitrary. It doesn't carry over week to week, and you wind up just playing this whole game of, like, drop and pick up. I, I can't stand it. It's, it's and it's fucking crazy because I try to, like, look at, okay, 
who has a decent schedule coming up that I could please keep on my roster for like two or three weeks. And it's impossible. So I don't just have to burn this every week. Yeah. And, and, and every time I try to think I get one, it's like, well, now that team sucks. So let's move on. <laughs> I mean, I think the fact that like we, you know, there's no other position that we burn through. I mean, tight end to some degree, but that you, you know, in a season, like we might start like 10 defenses out of 17 weeks or maybe more. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'd be open to evaluating like how we do defenses or, you know, just figuring out a better way of doing defense, right? I mean, it's silly, but I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that it shouldn't, like, I get your point that it's yeah. kind of unpredictable, but it also is like, it's fun to watch, you know, sure. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it gives you a chance to actually, nobody hardly watches defense in, in no. fantasy, you know, so it gives you a chance to kind of look at the defense and see what they're doing a little bit, especially like in a game like the other day where I'm watching the Saints. So yeah. I like that part and it. And it just feeds the pride school, which I, I always want to feed. That's true. That, that is a good point. <laughs> Plus, we've been talking about defenses for like five minutes. You know, yes. Doug is like Doug is not happy right now. Defense like, talk. Yeah. Just wait till we get to our uh, our kicker power rankings. Doug's going to freak the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Man. Hello? <clears throat> Tracy, it's Phil. Phil, where the hell are you guys? We lost Doug. What? We're getting married in five hours. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Um, anything else on waivers? That, that's about about all I had. Ellis, you got anything? I'm good. Uh, nothing else on waivers. Uh, yep, not nothing yet. So let's yeah. go to WF, uh, WTF of the week, not the Washington football team of the week. Uh, Chris, what do you got? So, yeah, th- this is just uh, – we've talked a little bit about this, but just going back and look at this, like I know we're a shallow league, but I feel like some really good players have gotten dropped along the way here. Like – you know, you just mentioned Eli Mitchell. Like, I don't see what he did wrong to get dropped off of Coop's team. Like, he was he was doing just fine. This is starting running back in the NFL, yeah. getting all of the carries. In a, he's not in getting a Kyle pressures, Shanahan but, offense, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I just I didn't get it. So I I thank God that Bilby picked him up this week and was awake this week, so that so that Ellis didn't fall into another <laughs> backup. Like, God forbid Ellis gets another backup running back that's actually relevant. But uh, well, I guess it wouldn't work because this guy's actually starting running back. So uh yeah so we got him we got we got george kittle getting dropped a few weeks ago i understand yeah. he was injured but rich uh i i think it was rob that dropped him and he's been starting Noah fans i believe you know i i don't need a tight end at all because i i pitts has already passed his by but it's like i you know i love kittle obviously but how can you just pass up he's an asset i just couldn't pass him up yeah i just i i get i think rob dropped him a couple weeks ago so he sat there so maybe i'm off on this because i didn't grab him either but. well he's also injured I, no i think yeah. this, last, this last week was the first week i think he was available but he's out till at least next week so maybe you know and plus there was like dawson knox out there dalton schultz there were you know for as shallow as tight end is there was you know gronk there were several like very usable tight ends out right. there right i just feel like kittle we've seen like top two upside with Kittle, yes. so i'm not sure i would have jumped the gun so we got eli mitchell kittle we had dak getting dropped a couple weeks ago by coop sure he got burrow yeah. now but man dak was on fire i'm kind of surprised he did that jerry judy i don't think should have been dropped and you grabbed him now that yeah. he's about to come back i don't feel like he should have been dropped and then maybe even alan robinson like on the team like doug's i feel like alan robinson maybe should have sat on him, but that one's kind of minor but the others i'm just i just have a tough time wrapping my head around some of these guys getting dropped yeah me too and you know that's and it was funny because it wasn't any of the positions I needed. I wasn't really targeting tight end or receiver, but it was just, hey, I'm just going to bet on these guys' talent, and we'll we'll see where it goes, right? Hope, yeah. Hope, hope if one of them pops, then it's a win. If not, yeah, it makes sense. How about you? Cares, what do you yeah. got for WTF? 
Yeah, so it's just another RT Sports, right? I'm just, oh, those are always good. I'm staying on brand right now. This one, you know, you and I talked about because I have to ask your help to fix my roster. But you go to pick up a free agent. Um, it doesn't tell you. And it was actually, I think it was Judy, if I remember right. I tried to pick up Judy. I didn't realize he was protected because it doesn't show this in the free agent page. So then I go to go to pick him up. I select the player I want to drop, which I think was T Higgins. And then it just drops T Higgins and, and doesn't pick up Judy because he's protected, but it yeah. doesn't give you any warning. Like, Hey, by the way, you can't, you're only dropping this guy. You're not picking right. him up. You sure you want to <laughs> do this? No. Nothing, yeah. You know? So yeah. Thank you. RT sports. Uh, What's up with the vanilla face note for everybody out there. Like make sure to check your lineup as soon as you do transactions, because yeah. even once it's done, you have no idea that what has just happened. If you, if the guy didn't, if the guy was not actually available, if he was, I think they call it a protected free agent where yeah. he's not available till the next waiver wire or something like that. It yep. still shows his free agent in the, in the player pool and you exactly. can click on him, and it makes it look like you're getting him, and you drop a player and you will have no idea. It will not tell you shit. So make sure if you're adding and dropping a player, go right to your lineup guys and make sure that it has done it correctly. Because I think we have a rule like, if you wait X amount of time, you can't reverse it. So always yeah. make sure to check your lineups. Good lesson there, Adam. Yeah. Fortunately, you know, they usually catch it right away, but if you don't, yeah, it could be, uh, you know, and it, it could, it could come back and bite you. So we have a, a Chris and I have been, we have all our usual, usual segments, but we can kick around, you know, different segments to kind of spice things up a little bit. And so this one we came up with for this week is looking at what we think are the top five moves of of the year so far you know we're about halfway through the fantasy season so good time to look at you know who's who's done well um kind of what went into you putting this list together on your end i mean i i did this kind of fast like you guys should should thank adam for being a fantastic host and really puts a lot of effort into this thing and really comes up with some some great notes and some great great show information i had a super busy day so i had to like flake on ellis and adam today until recording tonight and so I came up with a quick list, but uh, Adam has has some really good lists. So basically what I did was just kind of go through the draft. And then I went through um, the waiver wire and just to get picks. And I, I quickly looked through trades. I, yep. I thought I tried to remember trades. So those are kind of, you got into more detail than I did, but that's kind of where I was at. We kind of ended up mostly on the same page. Yeah. And I did the same thing. I went back and looked at the draft and I started from like the last pick and I just kind of went forward and, and picked out what I thought was good. And the same thing with the, with the wire. So like we did with the keeper rankings, we're going to start from five and, and we're going to go to one and five actually is a tie. We had a few different ones that we liked a um, couple free agent pickups, Ellis grabbing Hollywood Brown off waivers after week two, he's now wide receiver six on the season. Uh, Rich grabbing letter for on week two waivers. Um, he's really only had about a month as the lead back. And yet he's, running back 12 in a explosive offense. So, you know, nice pickup there. And then lastly, Coop, last pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant took the Buffalo defense. They've been the number one defense, you know, pretty much all year, three blow up weeks out of six games. Um, do you have anything to add on, on this, Chris or Ellis, your thoughts on, on Hollywood Brown? You know, I don't think Hollywood Brown gets any respect in any rankings. The guy just gets touchdowns nonstop, but I'm super happy that I got him. Yeah, he's been very good. And yeah. uh, one thing I want to point out here, I mean, yeah, we, we kind of, this was more about number five was more about mentioning things that, you know, pl moves that we liked and we couldn't really break, you know, break them down into like which one's number five. So we wanted to mention all these. But one thing I looked at when I was looking at these was like, 
sure hollywood brown good pickup dave good job he was you had second priority this week that week that was week three and that was kind of obvious um and um i forget what the other one was leonard fournette what was the other one adam uh uh leonard fournette hollywood brown and then coop taking buffalo d with the last okay buffalo D. so like yeah you're not going to know what the defense but leonard fournette i want to point out that rich took him and that was the first week after the first week rich was in second place so he was he had the seventh priority so that's yeah i feel like that's that if we're going to name a number five, I say we give it to Rich because he, you know, we all passed on Leonard Fournette and Rich got him with the seventh pick of the first waiver wire. So good on Yeah, him. so let's give it to Rich's consultant. Congratulations. Yes. To the Excellent job, Rich's consultant. And the Excellent. funny thing is like after, you know, Fournette didn't really do anything the first couple of weeks. So it was a, it was, you could say it was kind of a sneaky pickup. It looked like it was just going to be a mess in that backfield. And obviously he's, he's come on. So the consultant, he knows things. No chance Rich looks at a guy who has like 30 yards the week before and picks <laughs> them up. It's a consultant-driven decision. Certainly. Well done, consultant. Well done. Uh, well done. Let's move on to we'll four. Get, we'll we get talked about there. this earlier, the trade. Hopkins in a first for Kamara. Um, for me, I just thought it was a small price to pay. Rob really needed RB1. Uh, we've seen what other kind of lead uh, RB1s have gone for, right? I think, you know, Chris, like the trade you and I did for Dalvin Cook, you know, he had a torn ACL and I gave you a first round pick, I think for him. So yeah. I think getting him for a player in a first round pick is good. You know, Hopkins is is a great player, but he's can't imagine being kept much longer. And, and Kamara still, you know, definitely has another few years of, of being useful. Uh, do you have anything to add on that one? No, yeah, I thought it was pretty fair trade. Like, I guess I still feel good about Hopkins. You know, he hasn't been nearly the way he was, but I feel like Bilby's pretty much getting a keeper and a first-round pick. Like, it's a big step down from Kamara, for sure. But I I feel like it was pretty fair. And also, uh, I forgot to mention, Dick Hole Adam didn't uh, talk about one other tie in fifth place was uh, my trade for one Travis Kelsey. Oh, my bad. You dick! Giving up Antonio Gibson, what turned out to be the almighty Antonio Gibson in the first round, basically, in order to get Travis Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey's been, you know, what he's supposed to be. He's been the number one tight end. He hasn't been fantastic. But it makes a difference having the number one tight end and not having no fucking fan like Rob does. Ellis, yeah. would you like to say anything about Antonio Gibson? Yes, please. I still like Antonio Gibson. I still, I still stand by uh, what I said. I don't agree with you taking the Swift as early as you did. It, it, um, it, I agree that your draft rankings showed you that you should you, that one per, that a person is supposed to take Antonio Gibson, but uh, and and honestly, like I don't want to give you a ton of shit because he's been hurt the whole year, and I think he's fine. He's a solid player, and I've just benefited. It easily could have been tiny little DeAndre Swift getting hurt, and he hasn't yet. Cross my fingers that it doesn't happen. So, I, you know, I don't want to give you too much shit, but uh, but basically, I, I feel like I got pretty good value there, giving basically giving up a first and a small upgrade later in the draft in order to, to land Travis Kelsey. So I agree. I mean, even if it's just for kind of like we talked about with defenses where you're switching every week, there's been a lot of years with tight ends that have been the same way. And you're just, you're just chasing touchdowns in that scenario. Oh, the guy got a touchdown last week. I'm going to pick him up. And then he goes two for 12 and you're, you know, you get nothing. That's why I was so high on pits was just, you know, gives you a chance to get that advantage. So I'm, I'm with you. It didn't mean to. Yeah. And, really and yeah, you out yeah there. Just, just so you know, that was dick hole that I called you. Yes. You so, noted. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Do we know You dick. Uh, so let's move on to three. This one is a move that's been made, but also anticipation of a follow-up mood and that's a follow-up move. Excuse me. And that's Doug picking up Cordell Patterson off of waivers in week three. Let's remember at that time, he was seen more as the gadget player 
you know, he, he definitely wasn't getting, you know, Mike Davis was still in the mix. He wasn't the guy, right. He was still Cordero Patterson, like three touchdowns on 11 touches, right. Type of guy. Um, and then he, you know, he moved him for, uh, for Stefan Diggs, right. Keeper wide receiver, a guy we know the best is ahead of him this year. This is for me is less an argument against Rob's end of the train is more just a value statement for Doug. You know, we know he's either keeping digs or he's going to flip him for a whole lot more value than Cordell Patterson. We're talking draft picks. Um, I know someone on this podcast who has irrational love for Stefan Diggs and a wealth of future <laughs> draft picks. So um, I'm sure, you know, they'll find a, a way to get that deal done in, in the near future. Sources say it's, it's coming. Uh, your thoughts, Chris, uh, you know, you're a little biased on digs. What do you think? And then, and then when you're done, uh, I'd love to hear Dave's thoughts on the trade as well. Stop you motherfucker. Give me back my son. Yeah. And you're talking about digs that somebody on this podcast, I don't even know if you're talking about me or you, because I think we both really like him. So yeah, uh, I, I, I do like him, but he's, he's definitely your son. For sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, yeah, I, I've talked to Doug about, you know, what is it going to take to get him? What, what are you going to do? And, and I, I don't, Diggs has been so good. And this is just another case of me looking at my team and saying, do I, is it going to be worth benching one of the guys that I have in order to put Diggs in there and give up what I have to give up? And it is, it probably is worth it depending on what the price ends up being. And I'm, you know, if it doesn't go to me, he's going to go to you or somebody else, which is, which is fine. Like, it's fine. Uh, Whatever happens. It's great. He's awesome. Like, but I I, I thought about this the same way, right? Like, I feel like my receivers are pretty good and I got a lot of depth. Um, but there's something alluring about, you know, having Josh Allen and all of a sudden I could stack him with Diggs. Sure. Like that's pretty attractive, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But I think both of us have blinders on. Dave, give us an independent opinion on Stephon yeah. Diggs. What do you think? You know, I don't think it was such a bad a bad trade. I mean, I think I think Rob could have got more for Diggs. I mean, he's a buy low. I mean, he, Patterson, he, Rob needed a running back really bad. I don't know. Yeah, Diggs, I, I, I don't said think, kind of the I same thing. I don't think he should have traded him for that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So do you think like, and putting him on this list is kind of saying what Doug's really going to get, cause he hasn't gotten anything out of Diggs yet. No, really. not yet. Yeah. So, I mean, he had a bye week. Like, I think that's all. <laughs> maybe he got him for the week before. I can't remember, but maybe uh, I'm, I'm just projecting, like, I know yeah. what I think Diggs value is and like what maybe I would give for him in the trade. And I'm, I'm not right. saying it's like something amazing, but it's more than Cordero Patterson for sure. Yeah. And so I think Doug will flip that into something good for yeah. sure. So yeah, no, I, I agree. It's worth being on this list. It was a good, definitely a good move. So. Yeah. So let's move on to number two. Um, had to put myself on there. I mean, really this was, this was just kind of an easy pick um, for me. Wide receiver steals. I took Debo Samuel in the eighth round towards the, the back end of the eighth round. Picked up Mike Williams on waivers after week one. They're wide receiver three and four on the season. So it was kind of interesting to look back and I did this for the for the number one as well. So players drafted right before Debo Samuel include Juju, Devonta Ooh. Smith, Baltimore defense, and Robbie Anderson. So uh, <laughs> nice. you know, not a lot of quality there. And then the, the uh, player that I released to get Mike Williams was Marquez Calloway. So... You know, I'm giving myself credit for Mike Williams, but I also rostered Callaway ahead of him. So not the, not giving all the credit there. Any, anything to add? Uh, what do you think on that one? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely credit on Mike Williams. Cause you know, I, I got him in dynasty and he's, he's legit. It's yeah. So full credit there. Well done. And again, just to, just to make a point of this, you got him with the fourth pick, you had fourth priority 
in yep. that first week. And so three people passed on him. So good value getting him where you did a good move by you. It wasn't just a, obviously it wasn't just the most obvious move. A lot of people probably viewed that as just kind of a one week blow up and you yeah. took the plunge and went for it on Debo though. We'll go ahead and give the credit to Adam's consultant. We all know Adam has a 49ers consultant. And so he gets all the credit for that one. Back to you, Adam. So shout out, uh, shout out Casey. The funny thing is last year, last year, he was all about a He told me that, um, Kyle Shanahan told him that Ayuk as a rookie had a more developed route tree than Debo did in his like second or third year in the league. Um, and so he was all about Ayuk. And then this year he like, he must've known the doghouse situation. Cause he was like, Oh yeah, forget Ayuk. Um, Debo is going to be the one this year. And then last week before their game, they had like that night game against Indy he picked up Ayuk. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, <laughs> it, I was expecting like a 150-yard Ayuk game. Kind of. <laughs> right. They couldn't pass at all in that weather, and he didn't do anything. But I found that kind of interesting. Like, what does he know, right? Because it's not like based on anything that Ayuk has done in games, you know. there's you right. know, he clearly knows something, right? So maybe the Ayuk uh, blow-up is coming. Who knows? Yeah, I wish I would have had a 49ers consultant for Trey Sermon because I had Trey Sermon in two weeks. Yeah. And, boy, that has not gone well. So, uh, no, no. That's, I mean, uh, in fairness, he, he did say that Kyle liked Sermon as well, but that, that certainly has not. Uh, he must have looked at him sideways long. or something because uh, that's long gone. So, yeah, right. anyway, Rich. He went on Rich, the, Rich, da- yeah. on the uh, Dante Pettis uh, program yeah. there. Rich, you really should embrace your uh, – the fact that you have a consultant adam obviously embraces his 49ers consultant so rich just come out you know and embrace the consultant it's it's okay absolutely absolutely (laughs) um so last one before we get to the last one dave any thoughts on um you know kind of our five through two here what do you like what do you don't like any other moves that we haven't called out besides what what we're going to call out a one that you think are deserving i really like your two with debo and mike williams those are the Debo one was phenomenal. And uh, the Mike Williams one, I, I was, I had a claim in to pick him up and you got him right before me. Mm. Um, but I, I like Mike Williams. I've liked him for years. I just think he, he always seems to get hurt. He's always got the talent, but he yeah. always seems to fall awkwardly and break his knee or something. He does. Yeah. Well, I, I think I was telling Chris this, that I, you know, part of the reason I was in on him is their OC Joe Lombardi comes from new Orleans and, like he's playing the Michael Thomas role, right? So I mean, he's not Michael Michael Thomas, but if he's getting that same kind of volume, um, you definitely got to like him. So speaking of wide receivers, number one, I think uh, for me this was kind of clear cut, just based on you know production versus you know the draft equity that had to spend to get them, and that's Rob taking Cooper Cup uh, at the four dot one and Jamar Chase at the seven dot one. Uh, Cup is wide receiver one on the season. Chase right behind him, wide receiver two. Just to put some context here, here's the players drafted right before Cup. Uh, DJ Moore, the aforementioned Brandon Ayuk. Let that one set in for a minute. Woo, that's uh, a good one. Chris Godwin, who's been meh. Uh, Lockett, a couple good weeks and nothing. Julio looks kind of washed. Uh, and Robert Woods, a full round earlier than Cup. <laughs> Uh, wow. And then if you look at chase at the seven dot one, here's the players right before Jerry Judy, obviously injured, not his fault. Galladay's done nothing and been hurt. Michael Thomas, who knows when he's going to play Mostert took two snaps and done for the year. Mike Davis, uh, you know, Chris can tell you how fun that experience was pretty amazing, uh, to get the top two wide receivers in fantasy halfway through the season. And they're, you know, uh, fourth through seventh round, you're not exactly banking on those guys being studs for you. 
Yeah, well done by Rob. Let's let's you know hold off on sucking him off too much though. He... Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. He yes. did draft about seventeen wide receivers in the draft yeah, yeah. during the fifteen rounds. Somehow he uh, ended up taking. So you know when you draft half your team to be more than half. I think he drafted nine, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he be, had a lot. Yeah, it's wide receiver. No, but well done, Rob. You know you get wide receiver one and wide receiver two, and now you flip. You know. Uh, your your number one overall pick Hopkins yeah. into Camara, like well done. That's obviously. You know what's funny did, is I was looking good. at Rob's roster and we we've talked about his his wide receivers and all that. And I look at his roster now and I'm like, damn, he's one wide receiver injury from having like a subpar yeah. wide receiver group all of a sudden from having like all these monsters to like yeah. one injury from starting Rashad Bateman potentially. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully we didn't just offend Ellis because uh, we hadn't announced number one yet. Ellis, are, was your were, were you just assuming that our number one move of the year was going to be Ellis picking up all backup running backs all year long. <laughs> That's just skill. I was tied for seventh on my list. Didn't quite make tied it. For seventh. Yeah. Well done, Ellis. Ellis looking every week at which running back got hurt, and there's my pickup. Hey, great job there, Dave. We'll give you an honorable mention for that one, Dave. So let's move on to uh, – to, we'll take a look back at our predictions from last week and move on to the matchups of this week. Uh, last week I went two and two. Chris went one and three. We both lost our lock of the week uh, for the first time, so we're both two and one on the locks of the week. Thanks a lot, Bilby. Yeah, Bilby, come on. I mean, I guess that's on us for picking a two and ten team, right? But, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that a two and ten team showed uh, showed quite a bit. So let's let's move on to this week. Um, you know, I'll, I'll start with you, Chris. Tell us about my matchup. Run CMC soon please against team two two train uh coops a two-point favorite i still need to plug a defense in so that'll flip a little bit um also mentioned this is like eight o'clock at night so we're you know at least i'm watching the fourth quarter of the thursday night game but all these picks were made before i'm sure chris you know did the same so uh these nothing that's happened tonight is affecting my picks Okay, yeah, so a little peek behind the curtain. I have done nothing on the matchups this week, so my, mine's going to be right out of my asshole trying to pick these ones out. So, uh, But, you know, I'll be just fine. It can't, can't be much worse than usual. So looking wow. at this matchup right here in front of me, you know, Josh Allen probably going to go off, but I can't get past Devontae Booker, Daryl Williams. Um, it looks like it probably is going to be pretty close, but I'm going to bet on Derrick Henry getting back to being Derrick Henry. Joe Burrow, good pickup. We said he's got Najee and Justin Jefferson back now. I'm going to go Cooper. Yeah, I, I can't argue with you, honestly. Like, it's just hard to pick myself without having, you know, two of my keeper running backs. And then Coop has three of his key guys back off a of bye. Obviously, he just traded for Najee. Jefferson's back. Buffalo's back. Um, I think my team's fine. But just like you said, like my notes say exactly, my team falls down when you get to Booker and Williams, right? Like, I kind of plug them out there and I hope one of them produces, but I'm not at all surprised if neither of them do. And I think, you know, it's probably as simple as if one of them has a decent game, I'll win. And if they both kind of do nothing, I'm going to lose. Right. And I'm, so I'm picking, I'm picking Coop in this one. Uh, Ellis, do you want to be our first guest picker? What, uh, not to put you on the spot, but uh, I don't know if you're looking at the lineups. What do you think uh, my team against Coop's, Coop's team? I like, uh, I like Josh Allen a lot more. We've got, yeah, he's a, I like his running backs more than yours. Um, but yeah, his wide receivers now. I'm going to take Coop on this one. All right. Good like pick, Ellis. All right. Uh, next matchup. 
did you go shenanigans or did you actually pick yourself? What did you pick? I, I oh, sorry, it. sorry. No, I, I picked Ryan as well. Clean sweep. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're trying to trying to do the shenanigans. This is not okay, even a reverse well. jinx. This is just like I need I need. Oh, oh, just like keepers. legit pick. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, uh, but hey, I'm sure you won't mind if it works, right? <laughs> whatever works, right? I'll take the W there over the W in our prediction. Yeah. You know, a- any day, right? So yeah, for sure, if it works. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's two and zero, oh, right? So uh, Bilbo Baggins against you just got cock blocked McLovin. Calm down, man. What? You just cock blocked McLovin. Okay, he's our friend. We don't do that. We should be guiding his cock, not blocking it. Just relax, okay? Let's make this right. Uh, Doug is a ten and a half point favorite. Can I can I set this one up a little? Can I set the stage? And yeah, this is a barn burner. This, Go. This matchup. Okay, here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the immovable object beats the unstoppable four. Two and 12 against four and 10. This is essentially the annual Tennessee Jacksonville Thursday night football game. What do you got, Chris? Yeah, this is a good one, man. They really should. I remember. That. Why did it seem like every year it was those Tennessee Jacksonville back before? Every year. Anna Hill or Derrick Henry. Like it was just yes. awful. So, yeah, this one's, this one's gross. This is kind of the battle of. Well, Bill already kind of threw up his white flag, but this is the battle of the white flags. Is Doug going to actually throw up his white flag or is he going to keep going? So uh, Bilby's got the beautiful Jalen Hurts in there at quarterback. You know, he's going to, he's good for 27. You pretty much Long fanball ahead. post on him, right? Remember the old fanball post, pencil him in for 100 yards? Oh, yeah, that was key with LT, pencil him in, yeah. <laughs> pencil in Hurts for 27 points in ugliness, like it's coming. So, yep. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like Bilby's team. So uh, I think Doug will be fine. He's got Zeke now. He's got, Daryl Henderson, Justin Herbert. So, yeah, good to go. Uh, I'm going to take Doug. Yeah, so this is my lock of the week. Give me Doug. Give me the – a week after putting my lock on a 2-10 and 10 team, I put it on a 4-10 and 10 team. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. But uh, give me Tennessee in this Tennessee-Jacksville matchup. Give me Doug. No need to spend much more time on this. Ellis, who, who do you got in this uh, matchup of behemoths? I gotta take Doug on this one. I just, I just like it a lot more. Uh, I actually forgot to pick lock of the week this week, so I'll do it at the end after we kind of look through them. But okay, just for fun this week, I'll go something different. Just make sure we get something different, and I won't pick Doug. So okay, just Perfect. to find yeah, something else. Our here. locks have been kind of, yeah, same, same, yeah. So not fair that I didn't really look. I don't want to, I don't want to copy you. So I'll, we'll, I'll do that. I'll do mine at the end after we look through everything. Yeah, no worries. So next matchup, which is of interest to two thirds of this podcast, we have Lehu Zahur. Le who, the her against CD's nuts. These nuts, <laughs> got <he. laughs> Uh, I'll kick things off here. You know, for me, if this is kind of based off of matchups and off of a couple of hunches, I think Brady's going to get his against New England, but we or against New Orleans. Sorry, but we talked about like the Brady to Mike Evans uh, absurdity that's been going on. I. Uh, I've had Mike Evans through the years and he struggles against New Orleans. Marshawn Lattimore shadows him. He gets in his head. Last year, he had five catches for 66 yards in two games. He put up a goose egg against him the year before. Um, so I would temper expectations for Evans a little bit. I, I refuse. Think- I refuse to temper. Go ahead. <laughs> I think, I think we see a big Mahomes bounce back. Like I'm saying Casey's hanging at least 35, if not 40 on Monday they're just tired of hearing about how they suck and they have these issues and they're just going to go kick some ass, honestly. Um, so I'm going to go Ellis. I think uh, either Ridley or Keenan's going to have a big game. They're both do. I love the Cincy matchup against 
Mike White or Danny White or whatever the hell the guy's name is. <laughs> um, I think that's a lot of a lot of help there for Dave's defense. What what do you got there? Yeah, I, I don't I don't love my team this week, and more more importantly than getting shut down by Marshall Lattimore, which I do know is a thing. Like Evans never seems to do it back to back. Like it's like yeah. teams only watch one week of film on Mike Evans, and so if he went off the week before, they're going to be all over him, and there's no way he's going to do it again. But yeah. anyway, like. And hopefully Chubb's back. Like, if Chubb's not back and then Ellis gets to throw the earnest in there, like, that's really a disaster. But I don't really care. I don't even care about the reverse jinx bullshit. No way I'm fucking picking David Ellis in this matchup. Give me Fife all day. <laughs> all right. David Ellis, uh, your chance to retort. What are you going with yourself, or you want to roll with the reverse jinx as well? Who will allow me to retort? Now, of course I'm going to go with myself. I mean, I'm just looking at his team. You know, Chubb's going to break a leg. Kenneth... I got Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, this guy's going to be running all over Detroit this week. <laughs> yeah. I think Ridley's going to blow up. Lamb's going to do it. carries for 11 yards incoming. <laughs> and the Bengals, I mean, that's just going to be a that's going to be a bloodbath. I'm going to probably put up at least 20 points right there. Yeah, at least. Uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling pretty good. I think I'm going to go 2-0 and against Chris this year. It's going to be an easy win again. Yeah, is that going to get you? Like, am I able to be able to see you in the standings from where I'm looking? Because right now I can't. You even might, see you, but you're not that far ahead. I mean, it's hard to see. I I only can see down like two or three places. I can't see down four or five five places down the standings. I can't uh, see. I'm sorry. Can we have a wager? Can we? Uh, if we both seem confident, surely there's a wager we could figure out. Yeah, I wish I was more confident. I I and we should probably plan these wagers ahead of time because yeah. uh yeah, this this never is like riveting like what are we going to wager here? I don't know, Dave. Yeah, let, we'll figure it out offline and then we'll come back <laughs> and if we figure something out, we can plug it back in. And it's wonderful how I seem to always be playing the guest and have to fucking do the wager. Yeah, like is anybody that... ever going to come on when we're playing Adam so Adam yeah. can like go sit in a waffle house or something? Right? <laughs> right. Oh, that would be that would be miserable. So let's let's talk about our last matchup here. Uh, Shady's back, back again. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Two and a half point favorite over the Cash Money Hillionaires. What do you What do you think about this one, Chris? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna start with Ellis on this one. Ellis, you have anything to say? Because I can't seem to find this matchup. Ellis, go ahead. <laughs> uh, just taking a look at it. I mean, I'm thinking Rob here. He's he's got a really good team these days, and uh, that Camara pick, that that trade is gonna really help him. James Robinson's got a monster. Uh, got a monster week coming into him. Cooper Cup and Chase. They're gonna do their usual. Yeah, I think uh, I think Rob's gonna he's gonna put the wood to to Rich. Rich is done. Um so because I didn't pick ahead of time, this seems unfair because Kyler's laying an egg tonight. So I think I'm just going to go exempt on this unless you want to let me take Rob. So that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. You can have Rob. <laughs> I, I want us to have the same, you know, kind of the same number of uh, picks. Right. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta pick something. Okay. Here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I should have looked at this earlier. You can have yeah, Rob. I mean, clean sweep. I took Rob as well. I think uh, Seattle's terrible against the run. So, um, you know, uh, James Robinson should do well. Kamara's going to, gonna get his uh damian harris has a nice matchup for rich but it's a real toss-up and and honestly like i couldn't this is the one i couldn't really figure out so i was putting in the notes that it was a toss-up and i was just like screw it i'm just gonna toss a coin so i went <laughs> to this website that flips a coin and i assigned rob heads and it came up heads and so i'm going <laughs> give me rob on this one with great conviction nice. uh rob gonna win so, yeah, I have no conviction about the other one. Certainly, my, my lock of the week probably would have been Doug, but that's no fun. And so my lock of the week this week 
Lou, who's to her? That would be my team over your team, Ellis. Lock of the week. Lock Woo! it up. Done deal. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Wow. <laughs> there we go. I, I, I like it. And so we we all, just so I'm correct here, we all have Rob for... Uh, yes. That. Yes. Yes. And oh. uh, yeah, that might be uh, uh, my my second straight miss on lock of the week, but I don't care. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. Got to do it for the content. So yeah, it's more fun. Last I got a great I got a great team name for you too, Dave. If I win, oh, it's a good one. I I I have to search around. It's hard to find good ones for when I lose. And luckily, I don't have to worry about that too much. But oh. man, if I can take you down, oh, good team name coming, Dave. Uh, let's hope. Let's hope so. That's that's yes. all. That's all hope so. So speaking of Dave, um, we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, let's move to the guest interview part of uh, the pod today. So just to kind of kick things off, what uh, kind of some of the questions, questions I asked Rob a couple weeks ago, like, do you have an early memory of the league? Like, what's your kind of earliest memory of the league or something that stands out from the early days? So, of course, it involves a trade. What? Um, oh, never. I remember it was it was so many years ago. I don't remember all the details behind it, but I really wanted Edron James and Doug had him. And I don't know. I was just stalking Doug like crazy for Edron James. Don't ever leave me. Ever. Good. Because I'd find you. <laughs> and somehow I went over to a... I think that's a, a great quote. That, I think that's going to be the episode title. I was stalking Doug for Edron <laughs> <Yes>. James. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I decided last week that I, we should be naming the each episode like so. Yeah, definitely. That's great. I love that's it. That's why I started last week with the, I don't yeah. have the motivation. So thank yep. you. Thank you all for the, the, the title. So go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. And I don't remember like all the details behind it, but I think Adam or not. I mean, Doug was living in an apartment somewhere like by himself. And I cruised over to his house or to his apartment and in person uh, chain negotiations. Yeah, this was in person. Oh, oh wow. my God. And we like were, we have some real GM shit right here. Holy seriously. Cow. Took him out to dinner, wined and dined him. Man. Wow. I don't remember, I don't remember all the details. Tell more. Do tell. No, I think we were, I, it was something for Edron James. I don't think we were able to get the deal done, but I really tried hard. And, well, we had a lovely evening, the Chianti. It was just fabulous. <laughs> it was great. That was awesome. I don't remember a lot on it, but uh, I just know I do remember that I tried like crazy to get that deal. And then another deal I had, I got with Rob. It was back in the day with Marion Barber, that big old ass trade. Oh, yeah. Made. We were on top of the. Uh, we were at the, the the parking garage at the Chase Building, and him and I were going back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make the craziest deal ever for you because I just don't care. And so that's how it happened. I was like, I'm gonna give you five first round draft picks. <laughs> and that was for Marion. I really want to do it. And I'm like, let's do it. Who cares? And then that's wow. what started my crazy trades. Why don't I remember that for Marion Barber? That's something. Wow. Marion Barber and somebody else. It, it helped me win it that year. Wow. I got really lucky. And um, I think it was somehow I knocked Chris out, something on that end. And, uh, but it was on, yep, it was a five first round draft picks for wow. that. That's what started the crazy Dave trades. That is That's crazy. Just, uh, those picks I just think, expired like two years ago. <laughs> Joe's probably, they thing. might even still be going. Like, right? I, I still have draft picks coming in for Todd Gurley. So that's working. Wow. <laughs> I see dead people. Uh, I, I think it's funny that Ellis, I, I think, he, I think that guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> this guy here is dead. Cross him yeah. off. 
Uh, I think it's funny that Dave's two memories are both of trades, not about winning yeah. and losing or anything in no. the league, like winning a championship. No, 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 just making the trades, taking Doug out for dinner and a movie and yeah. oh, whatever, whatever else was going on there. That and, feeling uh, you know, when I when I hit accept on the RT Sports website is just <laughs> unbelievable. Like the natural high of hitting accept. Yes, I, I have one good memory, Dave. Let's see if you can remember this. Not a, I don't know. It's it's just a crazy memory that you lost one game. Like I feel like in the playoffs or to get into the playoffs by like small small fraction of a point. Like I want to say it was back in the Sean Alexander days. Do you have any memory of that? Like yeah, I think this. I think that was that, against me. I think. I think that happened that had to do with the Marion Barber trade or something. There was something connected to that. And it, it was something to do with that, but I don't remember it exactly. There was, well, there was we had one matchup, Dave, with you and I, I remember that um, it was like super close and you had a running back and it was in either the Sunday night or the Monday night game, but it was the last player involved. And the team just like got up so big that they basically like didn't play really much in the second half. And you, you probably, you needed like half a point or something. And he just basically didn't play your running back didn't play half the game because it's such a blowout. That's one I, I always remember is like, that was one of my skankiest wins ever. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I have this memory of that. Like you just getting totally skanked at the end. So of course that remember, sticks in my mind. I remember a win that I had against you, Adam, it was, years ago and it was something with i think it was the tampa bay and, and against the colts and it was like a monday night game and you just needed some points from peyton manning which at that time it looked like it was a done deal yeah i remember that i turned it i didn't have the tv on and then i turned it on and i think manning threw like five interceptions or yeah something. he had some crazy game and i ended oh, up <laughs> oh wow that's uh, a good that one. was when he was like you know indianapolis Billy. peyton manning money three touchdowns every game yeah yeah, that, that was brutal. So uh, I can probably guess a couple of these, but your favorite fantasy players ever. I mean, I think T.O. is probably in there. Um, you know, who else? Sean Alexander. Brian, Sean Alexander. What? There's got to be others. Who else are like kind of your guys? Um, well, there's, been a, there's been a few that sucked. Um, I loved, I did love Sean Alexander. I used to just love to hear you complain that he would just fall at the one. Or somebody would just fall at the one and he would just get his touchdown. Because he was not half the running back LT was, but he he <laughs> would he just had so many one yard touchdown runs, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. touchdown game. I remember I was hanging out with you and he got five touchdowns one time. I was laughing. I think that I was remember that too. Five touchdowns, yeah. so ridiculous. I was just always like, no, LT's better. You know, you know, obviously I was LT over everybody. And I love To of course, and the, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was yeah. I just love that guy, and then. Um, well, I like uh how about Tampa Bay defense? Remember those days? Yeah, I remember those. Oh, yeah. And Bubba yeah. Frank. Did, what's that his name? Bubba Frank. Oh yeah. The left oh oh my gosh. I, I always had Amon Green who would like gain like 65 yards on the drive, and then they would go play action far to Bubba Franks with his big left-handed spike. And it was I remember you crying so much in OG's Bubba Franks and his big giant left-handed spike. (laughs) Man, I wonder if OG's is any good anymore because that was that's the we like for just for nostalgia, we should run back an an OG Sunday. Yeah, we should. We we get food from there every once in a while. It's still good food, but we haven't eaten there in a long time. Yeah, we like their pizza. It's really good. Totally old school, right? Maybe yeah, we should hit it sometime. <laughs> they might have still have tube TVs from back in the day. <laughs> uh, so, else, what um, like if you could make any change to the league, like what would what would be the top change or two that you would make? Um, 
I mean, I've got a love-hate relationship for kickers. I think if we did a, if we went back and looked into it, I've probably got a record for the most amount of kickers that have had zero points. <laughs> Good uh, record. <laughs> I know, I know I've had it multiple times in a year. Wow, that's hard to do. That's that tough, tough, yeah. But that's a skill that I've uh, acquired over the years. I should put less time in the trades and more time in figuring out kickers. True. Um, I don't, I, I'm kind of leaning more towards uh, PPR now. Oh, really? I kind of like that now just because I've, I've, I've had some exposure now to the PPR leagues and I, I'm yeah. kind of liking it. I think it opens things up more and I think it would give, I would think there would be more transactions, which would build the pots even more. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that could happen. Um, it's hard. You know, I mean, I like PPR. I think like the majority of my leagues are now PPR, but it makes this one kind of different. Just the fact like we're so old school and just like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a legacy brand that just like never changes, but it's still classic, you know, like, I don't know, Coca-Cola or whatever, like kind of feels like that's our league, right? That it hasn't changed forever, but it works. And you guys know my take on PPR. Like I understand PPR was invented like, because people like Larry Johnson and Priest Holmes and LaDainian Tomlinson just dominated all the points and we needed a way to give points to other people and make like wide receivers and, you know, pass catching running backs more important. And it's just not really necessary anymore because there's wide receivers score plenty of points. Like, I don't know. I have a lot of arguments against PPR. It's just another way that fantasy is broken in my mind. Like a guy, I, I literally beat a guy in my Barona league two years ago because Miles Sanders caught a negative two yard pass <laughs> and that won the game for me. Like that's, that's like, just, that is the most, you know, and, and it's true. Like it's the biggest indictment of PPR stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I do like the point per first down idea. Like I'm not sure yes. do with this league or something else, but yeah, it catches me nothing when it's those types of catches. Right. Exactly. And that's down, why I would, meaningful. I would love to do points per first down. Like Ellis, if you could wrap your head around that. No, we talked about it in the draft and you did not like it. And you do like PPR. I understand it adds more points. There is a predictive receptions are predictive, but they're not valuable. Like that's the way I right. see it. However, if you catch a pass, if you catch a one yard pass on third and 10, that should not be worth anything. If you catch a one yard pass on fourth and one, that's worth a lot. Like your team went to you in a very important spot and you got a first down. Yeah. So that's why I think like a point per, per first down or a half a point per first down would be so cool. And it's actually worth something. But now do you think that Rich's consultant could really handle that? Cause Rich is no Rich's brains. No, get exactly. Exactly. That's why he's gonna it, have I, to move to like one of the big four. To he's gonna have to get like an Ertz and, Ertz and Young or somebody in there to. He'll have to have like a mega computer working that. Shit yeah. Out. Right. Exactly, and that's what adds more fun to it is that you cannot just go look at your preseason cheat sheet that told you that Antonio Gibson is so much better than DeAndre Swift. <laughs> you actually have to think for yourself. Okay. That's crazy. Crazy talk. <laughs> You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. What do you think of that, Dave? Now, just now that I've laid my spiel out there, what do you think? Like, I still think DeAndre Swift's not worth it. Shut the fuck up! No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about first downs. <laughs> Redacted. I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that in there. No, uh, the first okay. down, I think I'd have to. I got to think about it a little bit more, and uh, I'm a little. You want to be able to just follow your PPR, ESPN cheat sheet, and go one anything. by one. <laughs> I don't follow any. If somebody cheat. deviates. You want to make sure to yell at them. I yes. Understand. If I followed a cheat sheet, I would be winning like Rich. I go with my gut. I pick. Yeah, no, I know. I'm making trade crazy ass trades. Keep the league, you know, fresh and. 
So I, I have two, I have two more questions from my end and, and Chris, if you have anything, jump in. So one, uh, and I think I, I think I could predict the answer, but, but maybe not like, who do you get the most joy from beating out of this league? Like if you could just pick anybody and you're like, ah, I'm just going to kick the shit out of them this week. It's going to bring me the most satisfaction. Like, who is that? Well, I thoroughly enjoy beating Chris. Oh, really? I never would have guessed. I do enjoy beating Chris. <laughs> you know, he, he sits there and he analyzes, he gets spreadsheets, and he just, you know, he just talks a bunch of bullshit all day This long. sounds like I'm not number one, though. Yeah. Right. Well, yet. You're, you're, oh, after this week, you might be, you know, number three. Oh, okay. With me with the same record as you, but. Oh, I mean, I'm not number one on your list, like, of people that you want to beat. Yeah. Well, no, no, like someone I, else like, is coming. I don't, I don't really get anything. I don't really care if I beat Ryan, Doug, it's useless. doesn't matter. Bilby, I don't care if I beat him or not. Well, I know uh, where you're going with this. It's the, it's the guy I picked, you know, Rich, I, I, I like beating Rich, but it's kind of the novelty is kind of worn off. Because oh, I thought it was yeah. Be I thought that's where he was going. For I sure. really thought it was going to be rich. Wow. Uh, no, is, it, is it me or is it Doug? No, I, I think overall, I, I think I just like beating Chris. It's just such oh, a, okay. <laughs> wow. You went roundabout <laughs> way to get there, but yeah. okay. With you, Adam, I don't know. You don't really talk a lot of shit, really. It's just more of like you, know, you just have a you just got a team, you know. And I have I have a calm, I have a quiet confidence. I don't have to yeah. just yeah. whatever, you know. It's not really like a I usually you know I can beat you. It's not that big of a deal, but um the lie detector test determined that was a lie. With Chris, it's just I love it. You know, I just want to stick him in the head in between every time I beat him. I can see his face. How oh, he's getting all fired up. Listen to his voice. It's like <laughs> beat him. I mean, yeah. imagine how bad how bad he's gonna feel when he goes two and zero. When he lose goes loses. Two when I go two and zero, continue. Yes. No. Well, that can't happen. I already beat you once this year. So you know, I'm gonna beat you again. And then I you're thought you like, oh okay. shit, I gotta talk about this on the podcast again. Oh. Gotta... Yeah, that might that might make uh, next week a doozy. Just, that was some interesting way to get there. I thought because you started with me, you were going to end up with Rich for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I thought for sure it's going to be Rich because I, I think Rich irritates you more than anybody. But you, because he's won so little, you you don't get a lot. It's like you know smacking around your little brother. You're like, yeah, I give me right you, because I've won like because 30... you beat up your little brother. Like, no, of course not. You know, I don't think <laughs> Bill Rich even plays in the league. You can't trade with him. It's impossible. I don't think he even looks at anything. He just looks <laughs> at a player and he goes, "Oh, why look when you have a consultant." Yes, exactly. He just looks and he's like, oh, Ryan Matthews. He, he was good. OK, uh, whatever. Adam and, seems to like him. <laughs> anybody I offer. He doesn't really hard to get him. <laughs> Adam likes this guy, so he must be good. OK, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then Rich, I remember in Rich in his pre-consultant days, he would anytime I would approach him for a trade, he would automatically assume that I was trying to rip him off because I'm sure I got some, you know, nice trades off him back in the day not through you know anything shady but he'd always be he'd always ask for like twice what i was offering even if what i was offering was fair because he's just like he wanted to throw the atom tax on it and i was like yeah, exactly. could not trade with them just can't do it can't do it like i remember here's a good memory from way way back in the day like i remember before i even had a clue really about fantasy football but i knew that you know in his prime ricky williams was really good yeah and so i offered rich two players for ricky williams i said rich here are two players. You get two players. I only get one. Okay. And I got it. And he gave me Ricky Williams. And as soon as he accepted, I said, ah, you suck. And I texted it or not texted, but yeah. posted on the message board. Look what I got from rich guys. I got Ricky Williams. <laughs> oh, I missed the days where you could just be like, Hey, I'm going to give you these three guys for your one. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I'm going to give you three quarters for a dollar. How does that make sense? 
and people and then you know i think we're past the days when people send those offers because we used to get those offers and it's like yeah oh, okay cool you're telling me i'm you give me two guys who score 20 points for my one guy that scores 20 points you <laughs> realize i have to play both of them in two yes spots. this is not you know it's not rocket science right yeah. So, and Ellis, like, I, I totally agree. Like if I had to beat anyone in the league, it's going to be you. Like, of course, I don't know. I don't really know why, like I want to beat all these guys, but uh, it's always, and, and I've toned down the smack like that's for years. Cause I haven't won as much. I don't, I don't remember the last time I won the league. I always seem to be coming in second or third, but uh, yeah, I've had to, I've amped it up here for the podcast this year because I want, I, it's just more fun to amp up and talk smack and, you know, it's so it, I tell Kirsty like when I'm going to record, like right now I'm recording in her car in the garage because I want to be loud and like obnoxious. And <laughs> I was so wondering where you were going to record, because obviously, like, you know, I don't know what time your kids go to bed, but obviously we start at seven. So you're going to be in the house going to be that's nice. Nice use of the uh, of the car. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it was just like it's not like I. Uh, you know i'm saying anything too bad but like yeah. i know my kids will just be like what the hell this is my dad like he yells and, and yeah. talks like this <laughs> no it's bad yeah. enough my seven-year-old son is walking around saying d's nuts <laughs> <laughs> so but i what i tell kirstie and even jack is like like i'm I, i'm an actor on this podcast like i have to go on and put on my high school ah. face and be like be like high school chris that was just like you know all <laughs> kinds of talk and like calling people names and just like being an asshole and yeah. that's what that's what this is all about so it, it kind of is. And, and so, you know, on that note, last question I have for Ellis is give us one bold prediction for the rest of the year. It doesn't, and they can't be like, Oh, I'm going to win the title or blah, blah, blah. Just give us like a bold prediction of like something you think is going to happen. I don't think Rob's going to make the playoffs. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fair. I, I mean, think it's going to fall apart. Interesting that you fall picked apart. Rob, but not, but not somebody else. Like interesting. Rob's yeah. Is there a reason? What's the reason? Yeah. Um, I could see something happening to Camara. And then I think if that happens, I think he's going to be in some trouble. Um, Kamara, I mean, he put a lot of, I mean, Camara is his main guy right now, my opinion. Um, I mean, Camara puts up a ton of points. And uh, I mean, James Robinson will be all right. But um, I think Coop's going to go, or C Cooper Cup's going to go down. He's not going to, he's not going to continue this pace anymore. I mean, as time goes on. Wow. That's a bold prediction. The guy that just got back-to-back -back high scores. Yeah, I, I think. now he, Ellis think has him going down the drain. So Ellis says, out of those five, Rob will be the one to miss the playoffs. Well, Adam, Rich, Chris, and Ryan all make it. Great prediction, Dave. No, I love no, no, it. No. <laughs> I'm going to make it. Oh, so who else is going to miss then? Out of the rest, yeah. Of give us another bold give prediction. Us the next bold prediction. Big Dave. What do you got? Who else do we oh, got? You're gonna make it. Who are the other three that are gonna make it? Um, or the other one that's gonna miss. I think Ryan will make it because he's got he's got Henry, and that guy just is unstoppable. Um, I think Adam's gonna blow it too. Yeah, I don't think any of your guys are going to come back as much as you want them to. I think it, I think as soon as uh, as soon as Barkley comes back, Cook's going to be out, and then uh, McCaffrey will like ponder in and make an appearance. There's no evidence to support your claims right now. None. Yeah. So that's what I think. <laughs> that's my bold prediction. Yeah, I'm really bold. Uh, that's a good bold prediction. I like it. That's uh, that's what we're looking for. I asked for bold. I didn't ask for a a boring prediction. So. Uh, Let's wrap up. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Ellis, before uh, Chris and I wrap up? You know, I just got to say, I, I think you guys are doing a heck of a job. 
I enjoy it every week. I actually sit there with anticipation on how much shit you guys are going to talk about me every single week. <laughs> um, I just sit there and I know like some weeks, here it comes. I'm going to get my ass be just destroyed this week. And, uh, you know, I think you guys are doing a good job. I do got to make a comment, though. Doug did uh, put in a little, uh, send a message in last week. And uh, he said, you know, he asked like why anybody would do trades with me. Right. I don't know why anybody wouldn't do trades with me. You know, it's fun. Keeps, keeps things going. Because I love me some me. And you know what Doug forgot to talk about in there was his atrocious trade that he offered, <laughs> you know. He wanted to give me, you know, straight up and looking at just on paper, take away the name. You know, yeah. you're Keenan, Keenan Allen. He wanted to give me Allen Robinson directly straight up for him. I told him, you know, I know you're dropping him this week. And then he <laughs> admitted he was going to drop him. Yeah, I we call that pulling an Ellis on this podcast yes. here, just so but you know. Even, yeah. But even when he said that he was going to drop him, I even offered him one of my crazy draft picks for yeah. Allen Robinson because I just wanted to take a risk, you know, take a chance for the old guy. And uh, he still didn't want to go with it. He was like, nah, it's not really worth it. And then he just trades. Wait, he, so he turned down a draft pick and then he dropped him for nothing? And then you didn't even pick him up. You was just like, if I can't trade a draft pick, I don't want. Him. I don't want. Him. Well, I was thinking of picking him up, but then I, but then I needed to get a couple other players, and so that's what happened. And I just thought, eh, he hasn't done anything anyway, so what's the difference? Yeah. And you know what? I, I, so I was starting to wrap up, but I forgot about our mailbag and voicemail. So let's. Uh, we got a few here today. Let's let's kick off first. We have one from Rob chiming in. Rob in Escondido says, "Hello, Rob. gentlemen." Thanks for the motivation to try using three running backs going forward. It feels very odd using a running back in the flex spot, but I'm going to give this three running back thing the good old college try. Keep up the great work. Uh, I think that was Rob, boring as fuck, Rob. Try yes, again. really bad, but nice Kamara <laughs> trade. I think you sent that after the Kamara trade. Next email comes to us also from Rob and Escondido. Uh, should we pull the audience about attempting to expand our league in the next few years via an expansion draft? Thanks. Um, I don't know. I think we've kind of, we've, we've beat the expansion thing to a, a kind of as far as we could take it. Right. There's not a whole lot else to say there. Right. Go ahead, Ellis. What do you got? What do you think? You know, I kind of like the, the, the eight person league here, which is kind of used to it. I don't know. Expanding it might be a little weird down the road, you know, getting a couple extra people in kind of getting used to this whole thing. I, I don't know. feels kind of used to it after 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I agree. Like, I wish we would have started with 10 and it would have been 10 from the beginning. Like, that's really what I wish. But at this point, I don't think I want to change it. Like, it's just such the core group. It's crazy that it's the core group. You know, I, if there was just if we just had one more to be able to get Tim and then one more, like, that yeah. would be good. But I mean, it's just so cool that we have the core group and eventually people are going to start dying. So we're going to have to get Tim back in. Eventually. Like, so. Yeah. <laughs> like what a morbid thought, but uh, yeah, yeah. Eventually that's probably going to happen. And uh, I got to say like my opinion, right. As of right now, like, yeah, I wish we would have had 10, like it sucks. It's so hard to judge. Everybody's teams can be so good because there's so many good players and offenses blow up so much that it's hard to differentiate who's good and who's not, but it's just such a good core of eight people that I'm happy out as it is. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you as well. So uh, no more emails, but we do have a voicemail that I'm going to go ahead and, and pull up here and we can all, all right. we can all listen to. I'm betting this is from our number one listener. I, I think we do have a number one listener. I think you, you, you might be accurate on that. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, pull this up and we'll, we'll listen to this together. 
Hey there, giant douche and turd sandwich. Uh, just a quick what the fuck for this week. I know this is a, a segment that you guys like to do, but um, every time I'm logging into uh, RT Sports now, I have a what the fuck moment. And it obviously has to Do you think that's when he sees his roster? <laughs> what oh, the man, fuck? How this gets so bad? <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, it's, and it doesn't matter if he logs into this or Dynasty. It's the same reaction. Oh, yeah, same reaction. <laughs> to do with the software i mean what the fuck why do i have to see everyone's trades as soon as i log in it's like yeah. as soon as you log in you get that big window that pops up i'm all I, I gotta totally agree with him that is so yeah, annoying sure. and it, if you if you just ignore it and close out of it it'll open up next time and yeah until you finally are forced to look at it you're like dipshit i've already seen the email i know what the trade and is. it could be like weeks old if they're yeah. if they're if you haven't looked at the home page which i don't usually look at but you yeah. somehow get to the home page guaranteed that a trade thing comes up from who knows how long ago guaranteed and 99 percent of the time it's with ellis so thanks a lot yes. that one. <laughs> i'm only going there to check my lineup and now i have to view everyone's fucking trades i mean seriously can we Mr. Patience has taken a little too long for him to... <laughs> Never would have guessed this would bother Doug. Those eight <laughs> seconds, my God. Can you turn that off? Is there a way to turn that off without throwing my computer out the window? Yeah, so that, that's what's frustrating the hell out of me this uh, this week about Fanball, besides my team just absolutely sucking. Um, hoping some of those trades hook me up this week and I'm able to take Bilby out, but with the way things are going, yeah, I'm probably going to be sticker bitch next year again. So, anyways, looking forward to that. Looking forward to hearing about how great your two teams are because that's basically what these podcasts are. Uh <laughs> He's so bitter. You're going to love the beginning of this show, huh, Doug? I'm sure yeah. you're yeah, We got a doozy for you, Doug. You're going to hear about all three of our teams, how great they are. You're like that. We're going to bring seven of us on and talk about how great our teams are next week. No talk about Doug's team at all. At all. About these days. So, anyways, good luck to you guys. You know, I don't really mean that, but I'll say it anyways. And take care. Peace out. All right. I'm what just you like what was that? Like a fart at the end or something? What happened? Yeah, <laughs> that or like a chair moving, but let's go oh, okay. fart, I think. Is, uh... <laughs> All I'm right. Thanks, Doug. Number one listener, buddy. We love you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Fresh. Appreciate it. I wonder like if he's ever gonna run out of like uh, synonyms for uh, male genitalia and oh, you other know what? parts that wasn't of the body. Original, though, right there, that 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 intro, because I'm pretty sure that came from South Park. So oh, he did stole it? one there. Uh, Giant okay. douche and turd sandwich. I'm pretty sure that's South Park. Yeah, it must be. It must be. Okay, but Doug. good reference though. I like it, Doug. Yeah, nice work, Doug. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, all good. Uh, Dave, thanks for being on. It was fun having you. Dave, any final thoughts for you? Uh, keep up the good work, and uh, you know, hopefully uh, you lose again this week, and you can talk about how great you did next next week. No, not gonna happen. Rob, Ryan, Rich, Dave, Dave, Doug, and Adam, you're all a bunch of Gilmores. Back to you, Adam. And Gilmore, you suck, you jackass. I wish you all the worst of luck this week. feel great because I'm a champion, and I'm here with my beautiful lady, Mashiva. See ya. Pop a twist, cabbage off instinct. Niggas don't think shit, stink, pink gators. My
Detroit players. Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn. Dead right, if the head right, Biggie there, and I. Papa been smooth since days of under rules. Never lose, never choose to. Bruce Cruz, who? Do something to us. Talk, go through us. Girls want to us, wanna do us, screw us. Who us? Yeah, Papa and Pop. Close like Starsky and Hutch, stick to clutch. Yeah, I squeeze three at your cherry M3. Bang every MC easily. Recently, niggas frontin' ain't saying nothing, so I just speak my peace, keep my peace. Cubans with the Jesus peace, with my peace, packing, asking who want it. They got it, nigga, flaunt it. That Brooklyn bullshit, we on it. That's a tough one. Yeah, take, um, I, I, if there's dead air, I can cut it out. So you can take a few seconds to try to think about it. And that's kind of kind of a tough question. On and the then spot. we're going to put it in the outtakes and make fun of you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I was just thinking if we get some, some I'm trying, just trying to get something juicy, you know, like, you know, I predict that Rob's team is going to go to shit or something. You know, something that we're like, someone else is going to get angry. <laughs> Dearness Johnson will take over the world. Yes. Um, hmm. Shit. Uh, do you give them these questions ahead of time adam just out of curiosity no i i, I just this question just came out of the top of my head oh, okay if you don't have an answer it's fine we can totally cut this question you probably should give them the questions ahead of time yeah so i don't think i don't think 